This is The Harness Habit. I've got all your best bets for The Harness this week. Tune in. Well, we found a few places over the weekend, but there was certainly some brutal hits, such as AG's White Sox galloping as the mobile arm released him. He managed to get back down and pacing and ran home into the third, but you just can't afford to gallop and harness and uh, still win. It's a very rare occurrence. Um, we were also traveling like a bloody winner on Saturday night with the high commander um, until he galloped when looming up the passing lane. There was no real excuse. He just sort of went off stride, unfortunately. Um, but it's a bit of an unfortunate luck there for my tips last week. So <laughs> we're due. We're definitely due. So another week continues. The habit continues. And we're just going to go straight into it as always. And we're starting off on Thursday night at Addington Raceway. Race number six, Highgrove. There's no doubt in my ma- mind that this guy is the best three-year-old trotter in the country. He's he's had two trials to prepare. He's been running very boldly in those trials. He looks ready to win fresh up, to be honest. Um, he's the clear clear class of the field, and I just feel like he should be winning, um, and that will kick off his good uh, sort of campaign over spring and summer. So he's definitely one to be getting on. He's probably going to be a quite a short quote. Um, but in saying that, he should be winning. Add him to your multis. Race number seven, Ardy by the Seaside. Looking for the hat-trick, I believe. Um, Tasty wee two-year-old filly. Uh, She's been flying um, and hasn't really been asked for an effort. So she's got gate speed. She can roll forward. She does it. She's pretty tough as well. Um, Just just a little bit of a curious uh, proposition in that race. Carmelite off barrier one. Um, handy enough horse and could run a bold race. I know Carter Dalgetty, when I spoke to him, he said he was pretty keen on this horse, but um, it galloped in the score up and never got a crack at them and actually caught the field and, you know, ran ran okay um, and coming in last, uh, but definitely covered a lot of ground and had to had to burn, burn to catch up to them. But it uh, could be a wee bit of a top three, four chance there in Carmelite, even the rough Quinella chance with Artie by the seaside, but she should be winning Artie by the seaside. She's got the class and she'll just keep rolling them along. Then we go to race number nine, Don't Stop Dreaming. He looks to be the next big thing. Uh, this cult's pretty special. He's got it all. The looks, the breeding, gait speed and toughness. He, he was well held when winning his last start in a group two. He led them up and he was never asked for anything in the straight really. There was uh there was a OK Boomer I think it was or Wish Me Luck or one of those other Purden uh, runners going up the lane who was getting uh, Natalie to whip him up but uh, he just couldn't get by the lane and yeah just don't stop dreaming held him easily so he's drawn favourably again uh, on Friday night so Thursday night sorry and you know he can lead them the whole way here and he's one to add to your multis as well uh, after a very eye catching trial at Rangiora. We then head south on Friday afternoon at Invercargill. Um, we're down there. We've got one selection at Invercargill, and it's Teddy Baker. Tyler Jew took this horse to the races at his first and won his first official start. Um, so he's he's just started as a trainer. He's been working with Michael House, but yeah, his first ever horse to the races, and it was a winning one. So um, it was a lovely front running drive. The sectionals were handy. Last half at fifty six and seven. Um, he was sort of left the gate like he was tied to it from barrier one. Um, there is a handy horse drawn outside in, on Friday's race called Deuce Coop, um, who's who won pretty nicely on debut as well. So Teddy is actually like an 18-start horse for only one win, but he has shown glimpses, and Tyler Jew is obviously doing something right. So we'll need Teddy to go as good as he did on uh, debut for Tyler. 
um, if not slightly better to go back to back. But he's got the draw to work with. And if he finds a lead, I doubt he'll hand up and probably apply the same tactics and give them something to catch. So at the Invercargill Raceway, I feel like you want to be on the fence and on the speed. Then we move up to the City of Sales, Alexandra Park on the Friday night, and we go straight into race one with Lieutenant. This sweet Lou Gelding has been flying as a late. Two wins in his last three starts and slick time. He was very unlucky last start as well. Had a wall of horses in front of him. He got had to snag back to last. He was traveling well, just needed clear air and Never got it, and Dylan sort of had to take a hold and sort of ease into the line. But he's a decent enough draw tonight, uh, on Friday night, sorry. And he's got, um, you know, the astute hands of Dylan Ferguson, who always sends his horses forward and gives them a good old chance. So I think he's got the barrier draw to go forward and shake this one up, and he's the clear top pick for me. If he leads, he should be winning this race. Then we go to race number nine, Better Than Bronze. Nice wee filly here. Um, she's been running home pretty nicely, I thought. She was last when she was running for home, and she ran all the way into fifth last start at Cambridge. Now, she is at Alexandra Park, and she has galloped in the score up, so she's still learning. Um, but it's a smallish field. She gets barrier one. Um, there's a nice Tony Hulahi horse um, drawn outside, so we could probably hand up to that thing and then get it up the passing lane. Um, but she looks to have uh, a win in her at some stage, and I think she should be winning on Friday night. Then we go to Saturday night at Menangle. Uh, we tried to hit out with um, old mate um, AG's White Sox as the best bet of the weekend on the podcast, and he sort of galloped away, and it was definitely a hard watch, but... <laughs> This week, we're going to Menangle again, um, and race number three for Seeker. Coming off a, a win at a rural track at U- Uruguara, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's in Aussie. Um, she's drawn handy tonight. Um, for Seeker, can add Amanda Turnbull. She drives, she trains. She's doing running an absolute clinic. She finds a nice race here. Um, I think it'll lead and be hard to run down. And then we also go to... Race number six at Menangle, Malcolm's Rhythm. Jack Halligan hops on. We, we're willing to forgive him after the AG, AG's White Sox uh, galloping. Uh, just, you know, not his sort of style, AG's White Sox. So I can understand why he galloped. He should have just sort of eased him into it. But anyway, you live and you learn. Race number six at Menangle, Malcolm's Rhythm. This is over the 2-300. If you go back and look into the form line of this this horse, it's, it ran an eighth last start, I'm pretty sure. And... Um, it, it was traveling up and behind the leader. Everyone was off the slick 150 mile rate at 26 last quarter. And it was absolutely jogging in behind them. And it just never got a run. Um, has been running home pretty resolutely. And I think stepping up to the two, 300, it'll sort of be able to get ease back. I'd say off the gate, take a nice sit and then be doing its best work late. And, and I don't mind being drawn wide out on these, uh, 2300 meter races at Menangle. Cause they often go a bit hard too early, and then those ones up on speed are often uh, slugging it out halfway up the straight and flat to the boards, and then the swoopers come down the outsides of Menangle Raceway. So pretty keen on that one. Um, and then on Saturday night, we do have those uh, Victorian Derbies and the Victorian Cup where we've got Major Perry, the Kiwi, who won uh, last week at Mount Melton at $18. That was pretty good. I hope someone maybe backed him just because he's a Kiwi, but uh, I definitely didn't. <laughs> but good to see him win. Then we've got Expensive Ego. Uh, he's a pretty sound horse, um, and he should be taking out that 
Victorian Cup, and that's at Melton. So that's the Saturday night ticked off. Then we move to Sunday at Meffin, um, race number four, El Chico. Now, as I'm recording this, uh, one of my spies has sent me a photo from Meffin, and there's currently about two inches of snow falling down on the little rural uh, alpine village of Meffin. So that's a wee bit of a worry and a concern, but I'm pretty keen to lock in El Chico um, to win on the Sunday if John Dunn can somehow bless the gods to get a whole bunch of sun and dry out the track. Uh, not too sure how the snow's falling in spring, but it is something they have to deal with. So El Chico has shown pretty impressive uh, engine at the trials. Slick 56 last half in a recent trial, winning by about four or five lengths of the line. And John Dunn barely had to give him a, a reminder on the backside. So he, he looks like he's rearing to go. He does wear a bit of a gear. Uh, it does wear a bit of gear, so he might be a wee bit of a galloping risk. Don't know how he's going to go on the grass, but I think the ability in that race, um, he seems to be taking that one in the park, out of taking it out of the park. So El Chico race four, and then a uh, wee bit of a roughie here. I don't know what the odds are will come out for this one, but race five, Classy Robin. Uh, was a horse that was trained by Gavin Smith um, and is now at a new home and, and seems to be enjoying it and was a very lovely third coming from well off the speed at Moch Carrara and it came right down the outside and was still taking ground off the leaders um, at the line when it got into third last start. So um, handily drawn, there's not too much gate speed on the inside of uh, Classy Robin on Sunday. So if they push the button and can cross, then maybe be up on speed and get a bit closer to them. I feel like Classy Robin can provide a bit of cheek and maybe at a decent enough quote to have an each way play. So the other best bets for uh, the Harness Habit this week and uh, hopefully we can find some winners as uh, last week we were just savaged by placings. Um, although you could typically maybe put a multi through my picks for, for top three, top fours um, and uh, maybe go about it that way. But Hopefully, most of these can try and get up for the lads and have a nice, successful weekend. So good luck, everyone, and we will catch you next week.